We are Gateway Chapel, where we build your world by His Word. We stand for fun, friendship, fellowship, and family. You are listening to a Pastor Eddie message. Praise the Lord. So today is a very special day. We're going to be giving out handkerchiefs uh, uh, after Acts 19:11. So, uh, but uh, last week we started talking about the place of power. I want you to understand that there's the, the power is very important. Supernatural power is important. You must know the place of power in the things you do. Everything in life is powered. Yeah? Don't just live your life based on personal development. Personal development without power is futile. And if you, if you look at people who are heavily into personal development at the root of all their personal development is always a spiritual principle. For example, no personal development will ever be complete without NLP or hypnosis. True. I remember when I was doing my certification in personal development in about 2000. Sound like years ago, years, years ago, you know, not that old, by the way. I was just fast. So I remember at the end of the program, the last day of that certification program, uh, they were going to start going into yoga, mysticism, and all of those things. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I said, I need to excuse me from this group, right? You need to excuse me for this. I said, because I said, what you're about to cover right now, I think I got it. I said, what does that mean? What do you mean? I said, you want to start talking about power and spiritual things, right? Meditation, right? I said, but I have that. I said, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Christian. I'm a born-again spiritual Christian. I said, I understand the place of power. I said, so I, I don't think I need to be excused from this class. And then she said, I said, so you need to certify me. We've done all the things we need to do, but this one, you need to certify me because I have this one. And then we discussed for, for a long time, and then guess what? They certified me. So even they understand the place of power. So you must understand the place of power. You got real power. Jesus died for you. You are born again, spirit-filled. The power of the Holy Spirit is upon you. You need the understanding of that power to fear the things you want to do in life. And that is what this month, this month is a whole, it's all about empowerment this month because it's very foundational. What you do this month will not just affect this year, it will affect the next decade. So throughout this year, we are digging deep and laying a solid foundation. All right? So, Power for what? So we talked about the importance of power last week. Now, power, power for what? God gives you power to serve his purpose. God gives you power to serve his purpose. The power is for serving his purpose. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all other things shall be added to you. The last thing you want to do is to live your life chasing after all other things. That's like chasing shadow. That's like chasing shadow. We don't chase all other things. Other things chase us. I'm talking to you about spiritual principles now. Goodness and mercy shall you chase. No. He said, goodness and mercy shall follow you. He said, seek first the kingdom of God and on his righteousness that every other thing shall be added to you. So we serve a God who, are, who teaches us or who, whose heart is for things to be added to us. God does not want you to make an idol out of anything. God wants you to serve him and him alone. You shall worship the Lord your God, right? And him alone shall you serve. That's why we are here. That's why we are, that's why we are in this faith. Okay? So Acts chapter 1 verse 18, it says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be what? Witnesses. So the power is for witnesses. So you want power, you want to power your goals, you must serve God. You want to power your goals, you must serve God. Do you want to power your goals? Don't just sit down and write, just write goals. 
Today I want to go to the moon. I want to do this. I want to do that. What point is it if it is not powered? And that's why people got into this huddle of you just write the same thing year in, year out, year in, year out, you know? So don't do, don't do just personal development. And ask yourself this question. This, year, this month, everybody is in the gym. Think about it. Everybody's in the gym. It's always, it's always a perfect month. Right? But by first week of first week of February, man, that same gym will be empty. So it's not enough to want. It's not enough to write down. Don't get me wrong, go write down. But what I'm saying that what is the difference between you right now? This is Sunday morning and you are in church. And you are doing writing your goals. What's the between you and somebody who is not even a believer? What is the difference maker? So what is this month to you? What are, when you say you're writing your, I mean, what do you say when you say you're doing writing your goals? Is it just personal development to you? What I'm saying is that if it is just personal development, it will fail. You will write it down. By after three weeks, you will not have the energy to carry it, to carry it, to pull it through. That's why people say this year I'm going to quit smoking. This year I'm going to quit quit. Uh, drinking. This year, I'm going to stop doing all the shenanigans I've been involved in last year. This year. But it's not enough. If you don't understand the power, you can't, you can't, you can't make it happen. You cannot make it happen. And so that's why we, we're doing what we're doing. I'm teaching, teaching you all this so that you can seek after the power of God. So one of the ways that, one of the ways that what, um, um, uh, what makes God powers you is if you're focused in the things that God is interested in. Service is one of them. Service releases the power and the grace of God for you to become and to do the things you, you want to do. All right? So it says, and you shall be my word witnesses. So we are empowered primarily to serve the interest of the kingdom of God. So how do you plan to serve the interest of the kingdom of God this year? Right? Share with us when we meet in our connect group. And how is God ministering to you in this area right now? Share with us on Wednesday. All right? So Isaiah 42, verse 1 says, Behold my servant whom I uphold, my elect, my elect one in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. Right? For what? He said he will bring what? He will bring forth justice to the Gentiles. He will not cry out nor raise his voice, nor cause his voice to be heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and smoking flax he will not quench. He will bring forth justice. So I am anointing him to do my purpose. I give you power, you go do my bid. And when you do my bid, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, right? Then I will sort you out. That's what we've done ever since 1997, my wife and I. That's what we've done. I remember the first time we came across this principle, right? you know, we just, we wrote our goals at the beginning of the year, right? And we just looked at everything. It was so disheartening because we just couldn't figure out how we're going to make it happen. Now, if you have anything in your, in your goal, if you have anything on your sheet right now, the things you want to do, and you have a way of making it happen, that's not God. There's no God in it. That's you. That's you. So, for example, this same time last year, January 2019, one of the things on my goal was, I said, Lord, I really want us to complete upstairs without debt and without stress. But you see that happening. I didn't know how. 
where it was a major, this has been a major, very highly complicated project. We have 16 steels just above you. And it was a major problem because we just didn't know how to do it. it was, I mean, it was a complex piece of engineering. But if I tell you how God did this, it was amazing. Guess who God used? My neighbor next door. It's amazing. It's amazing. I need you to work closely with the Holy Spirit in the fulfillment of your dream and ambition and life and goals this year in Jesus' mighty name. It says so, verse, um, it says, Isaiah 45 says, it says, thus says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, right, whose right hand I have held to subdue nations before him, to lose the armor of kings, to open before him the double doors so that, his, so that the gates shall not be shut. But look at verse 13. I have raised him up in righteousness and I will direct all his ways. What will he do? He shall build my city. He shall do what? Build my city, not his city. So a heart for God is very fundamental to your level of empowerment. Small heart for God, small level of empowerment. Big heart for God, big level of empowerment. The extent to which you seek God and his kingdom is the extent to which you will be empowered. Do you understand? I said, remember some time ago where um, someone came in, we, we plugged, we, so because we have power circuits here, we just think, it doesn't mean that you can just plug anything in it. So one day, remember we moved to this building, moved, moved into this building um, where it was, um, they got, um, we're using one of these um, small, um, you know, low frills um, Hoover, right? Uh, vacuum cleaner, yeah, vacuum cleaner, thank you, darling. And then um, someone started to bless the church with a super duper, one of those, you know, high tech, high tech um, vacuum cleaners, right? Okay. And they went, oh wow, this is so fanciful. Oh wow, nice. So, you know, have, you, have you seen our vacuum cleaners in this church? My goodness, right? The poshest um, department in this church is actually the sanitation department. I mean, they have all this battery power, you know, they, 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 uh, they clean in style. You know, mm-hmm. Some are even noiseless, you know, like green, you know, that kind of thing. Like. So they pull out the cable, plugged it in, push. The lights, everything went out. Because the demand and the pool of that equipment was beyond the level of we've planned for in terms of power. So the degree of your heart and the, the service to God is what determines the amount of power that flows into you. So many of you have some things on that list. Your power level can't carry it. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you, anybody can write what you want to write. Write you want to go to the moon. I want to have six figures by the end of March. I want to have multiple contracts by the end of June. Anybody can write and write anything. I want to own a house in Park Lane by the end of July. It's not what you write. It's what your power allows you to do. It's what your power allows you to do. So how do you increase that power? You increase that power 
through service to God's kingdom. You have to. God's kingdom service is what undergirds the fulfillment of your goals. Kingdom service is what undergirds. Um, I remember in 19, it was 1971, back, back in the days, years ago now, many people, uh, we, used to, we used to measure the value of a currency by the amount of gold reserve in that country. So it's not about, so we don't say, we don't, don't go, show me, the, show me the currency. No, no, it says, show me the gold reserve. Show me the gold reserve. Show me the gold reserve. So the amount of gold you have is what determines the power of your currency. Once upon a time, that was in the days of proper microeconomics. Yeah. They scrapped it now. I don't know what they use now. Yeah. So, so don't tell me, oh, yes, what is the value? What do you have? I have lira. I have this. So, yeah, thank you very much. Well, what, how much gold reserve do you have? I said, we don't have much. Uh, well, that, that, that's just, that currency is just tissue paper, my friend. Forget that thing. The same thing. Your goals have to be undergirded by kingdom service. If not, that paper is just, it's nothing, it's just nothing. It's just if what you put there is a figment of your imagination. Come here, end of January 2021, you'll be saying the same thing. That's why, people, that's why people say the same thing every year. The goal remains there every year. They write the same thing every year. This year, I, won't, I will stop stealing. This year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Now, I want to share with you five areas you want to look at service, and these are the things that we have practiced. Number one, number one, um, find your purpose and leave it. Find your purpose and leave it. Find your purpose and leave it. Many of you are already living your purpose. You don't know. So this Saturday when we have our goal-setting seminar, we'll be sharing with you nine signs to know you have found your purpose. Nine signs to know you found your purpose. Because many of you, you've asked God, Lord, what's my purpose? And he told you. You're probably, probably living, your, living your purpose right now, but you don't know. No. So you still praying the same prayer all the time. So I'll just share with you nine signs to know you got it. Okay? So find your purpose and what? Leave it. Okay? That's the first thing. Number two, church service. Find something to do in the house of God, man. 1,200 people, 30 nationalities. Certainly, someone needs you here. Certainly. Don't breathe in, sit down, feel comfortable, take the word of God, get blessed, right? And people look after your kids and they just go, no, 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 make an investment. How am, how am I going to give back? Yeah. So join the department. Well, pastor, what I like does not exist. Create one. We run an open structure here. Once upon a time, somebody says, somebody came and said, pastor, oh, I, I like acting, but we don't have a drama department. I said, well, start one. Today, we have a vibrant drama department, right? And I said, this fact of the matter is that if you, you, you see the problem because God has anointed you with a solution. I won't see it because drama is not my thing. I consume drama. <laughs> I'm a consumer of drama, you know, so, you know, so um, all types of drama, from TV drama to real-life drama. <laughs> Even myself, even me myself, they say I'm, a, I'm, say I'm dramatic. I've started hearing it in my home. That's what happened, the drama I put on. Oh. We went away to go and rest, and I put this drama. Man, as we flight took off, I was halfway through. I, I was going to pass out. Because my whole exhaustion from the, the crossover service, this, you know, Super Fridays, all of them, came to a head on that flight. So I was like, uh, 
I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And I just said, I was this drama for that. I said, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I think I'm going to faint. He said, She was more concerned about her image. Call me the hell was that? I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I think I'm going to pass her. It's hot here. So I took off my jacket. Took off. Thank God. You know, thank God. That day, you must know how to work with the Holy Spirit. So I had a, I had a, had a T-shirt on. And I had, a, no, I had a jumper on. And I didn't have a T underneath. As I was coming out, I heard the Holy Spirit tell me, go put on a T. I said, what is it? It's, what? Okay. Thank God I didn't argue what a, t- what a T and what a jumper. I started getting hot. I said, well, I don't know why. I just flung the jumper. <laughs> Maybe if I wasn't having tea, that's how I just flung the jumper. And then you see me with my big stomach. I said, like, what is that? What, what on name is that black guy? What is that? Hello. And they said, oh. and then so they took me to the back of the, of, the, of the aircraft. So I sat down. And then, of course, you know, I got two pretty LSSs fanning me. I said, ah. <laughs> so one was, one was dabbing my head, my head with water. I said, ah. I said, well, yeah, I like that. <laughs> and all she, all Bolati would just sit there, like, mm, seriously, I can't believe we are going through this. <laughs> and then she got turned back and walked to her street, walked back to her street and sat down and left me in the company of two beautiful ladies. <laughs> How mean is that? <laughs> Terrible thing to do. <laughs> one was dabbing with water, the other was fanning me. And I said, I thought I was in heaven. <laughs> So when I was done, they were asking me, do you want food? I said, no, 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 I don't want food. Do you want something to eat? Have you had anything to eat? No, no, no. Do you want something to eat? No, no, no. no. I said, what is the problem? Because no, no. we're fasting. <laughs> ah, drama. So when they were done, they walked me back, you know, they helped me, walked me back to my seat. And the woman looked at her. She was sleeping. <laughs> and the woman said, oh, she didn't miss you. She's sleeping. <laughs> so I was going to tell her, will you marry me? Where was I? <laughs> uh, number three. Okay. So, number three, soul winning. Try and, oh yeah, so find something to do in the house, you know. Uh, three, soul winning. Right? Reach out to someone. Make someone's day. Invite someone to your place of worship. You may not be able to um, win. You can't win souls. Only God wins souls. What we do is provide an environment where the Holy Spirit can minister to people. And sometimes when we're in an environment where we are all collectively growing in the spiritual things, it's, it's very easy for, for someone who is seeking to jump in and say, you know what, I like these guys. That's how I got saved. I like these people. Is this what Christianity means? I, I, I don't know. They're just full of joy, full of love, full of hope. 
You know, life can be tough out there, but we have a box. We call our sanctuary. We just come in and let our head down and get loved on by others. I like this. I like this Jesus thing. And that's what we do. So I have five, um, I have a word that I call, we call finish. So F-I-N-I-S-H, find someone. Look around you. People need you. You know, look at how you've laughed today. You've loved today. People have, you know, you have something going on. You have people who believe in you, who can cheer you on. Most people don't have that. So you go, you go be that to somebody. Find someone and be that for them. Don't live for yourself. It's not, Christian, it's not Christianity to live for yourself. It's not. So find someone. Number I, intercede. Pray for them. Pray for them. Remember them in prayers. And tell someone, you know what? I prayed for you yesterday. Or I remembered you in my prayers yesterday. Intercede. Network. Connect with them. Don't be selfish. That person at your place of work, connect with them. Listen to them. How was your day? Stand and listen. You know? Connect with them. Network. And then invite them. So the invitation, hey, what are you doing on Sunday morning? Do you want to come along and meet people like, like-minded people? We don't bite on Sundays. Only on Monday mornings. S, settle. Make sure they settle. How do you ensure they settle? Connect them with other people other than yourself. Connect them. Right? How do you do that? Identify what they are interested in, what they love. And there are people in church who are that, so connect them. Someone tells you I'm an accountant, connect them with other accountants. The Bible says in Acts chapter 2, they all spoke the same language. The accountants had the accountants, the doctors had the doctors, because they were talking about the language of their industry. So connect them, right? So, so you settle them. And H is the harvest. We pray that they settle, they become better people, God uses them, they fulfill their life ambition, and they go ahead and do, do the same thing. Many of you were invited to church, you loved it, now you went out to invite your friends as well. That's a harvest. That's why Jesus said, it is what? Finished. So F-I-N-I-S-H. Number four, giving. This year, I want you to make the kingdom of God part of your investment. Start small. I want you to have a treasury account. Have a kingdom account. I have one. When I opened my kingdom account, there was no money in it. So I said, Lord, help, bless me so I, can, so, I can have a, so I can have a treasury account. What's the treasury account? So how did I start building up? So anything, anything I have, small change, yes, small change, change there, you'll be amazed how I, you know, putting in this treasury account. I started growing. So my treasury account now is in thousands as well. You know, so I give out of my treasury account. Does that make sense? All right? So start small. You don't have to eat three square meals, man. What's with the dessert? Okay, have the dessert, ditch the meal. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you save a fiver. We, we taught, you remember growing up, you taught your kids to have a piggy bank? That, what do you think it is? So where's your own piggy bank? Because you don't do what you say. So a fiver here, one pound here, you know, you start putting together, at the end of the year, you'll be amazed. Do that for two years, three years. You'll be amazed. A time comes, somebody says, oh, I don't have this. Oh, really? Hey, sister, here's 50 quid. Not from your salary, from your treasury. You're going to make God part of, part of it. Many of you, we have this you know, project going on. No, you don't mean to be mean. You just don't have it. You don't have it. Your heart is good. 
but the pocket is interesting. So we take your heart. I mean, if you mean well, but you just don't have it. When I know you have it, just poor planning. So believe God for a treasury account. Start small. Amen. And lastly, missions. Missions. You must be part of something big. Yeah? Missions. Missions is serving people other than yourself. We run a very high um, welfare scheme as a church. I want to do even do more in that area. I remember when we say missions, not just giving people money. Because sometimes giving people money is just it's not productive. One of the things that we want us to do this, this year is, um, is to have a food bank. Yeah? Have a food bank. Um, this, um, um, the hub, that's, that's a mission. People come in, they feel comfortable. I say, so what, what is this place? Oh, that's a good talking point. And I will show them around. Yeah? They're going to show people around. Remember the king that showed people around and they came to rob, their, rob his their palace. Uh, be careful what you show around. Yeah? So we get involved in missions. Ask us what missions we have going so we can get you in touch with it. Amen? Praise the Lord. Are you blessed? Amen. Today, um, I'm going to be giving you handkerchiefs today. So this month, all is about empowerment. Last month, last week, we prayed and we anointed you with oil. Today, I'm going to be giving you all scriptural, all scriptures driven, giving you handkerchiefs. And next Sunday, bring your own bottle of anointing oil because we're not selling anointing oil in church. I want to pray so that pastor is not there, ministers are not there, your kid is not feeling well, right? Anoint that kid with oil and say, I'm praying the prayer of faith, right? And then call the pastor after. That's why we do that. You're going for an interview. You anoint, your, you anoint yourself with oil and say, Lord, let's be the oil of favor. And then you go, all right? Praise the Lord. And so today, the Bible says in Acts 19, 11, say, now God worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul so that even handkerchiefs or aprons were brought from his body to the sick and the diseases left them. So I've been praying that Lord should use me. And I know that God has heard my prayers, that this will come from me. I will lay hands on them like Paul, like Paul, and I'll give them to you. And the Bible says, and diseases left them and the evil spirits left them. Whatever it's a sort of blockage in your life, whatever it is that is hindering you, whether it's mentally, emotionally, that just through this point of contact, they'll be taken away in Jesus' mighty name. So I'm asking God to, so it's for me, I'm asking God to use me, be a blessing, just like Paul, right? That's why we're giving this today, amen? Is Tony here, is, Tony, is she here? Wait, is Tony here? Where's my daughter? Tony, Tony, that's Tony Olusoya. Please come, darling, come. She, she, she shared a wonderful testimony. Let me have the microphone. She shared a wonderful testimony. By the way, this is the, this is the first baby I ever dedicated as a pastor. Yeah. So I'm always begging her to stay in church. <laughs> so I can use her as an example to all other children as well. This is, the, this, is, I, I, this is my first assignment. My first assignment as a pastor was to name this child and dedicate her. She's not looking lovely. Uh, so she's my... <laughs> This is my, my trophy. So I told her, look, you have to just stay here. We'll marry you, marry you, we'll give you away here. And I'll be, I'll be the father of the day. Amen. Is that all nice? Praise the Lord. So she shared, you can just imagine someone I, 16 years ago, I named her. And she's sharing this testimony with me. Just imagine how blessed she made me feel. 
All right, help me share, help me share. Remember the testimony about the mantle? Yeah, okay, all right. Can you hear her? Okay, microphone down. Okay, yeah. They wrapped the debt in the mantle. Mm-hmm. And the that's some, that's for one's testimony. Yeah, that was somebody else's. Okay. And the debt just cancelled. And I remembered it during my DCCs. And I wrapped every single one of them in my mantle. I rubbed my mantle over it. I even rubbed my glasses with it because I just needed to. <laughs> and it kind of calmed me down. I prayed with it before every single exam. I took it into every exam. And I mean, I did kind of well on my DCCs. Okay, all right. So, so, so the, the, her faith is not in the mantle because it's an handkerchief we bought in the, sh- in the shop. But it's a point of contact. And that is it. We, we need anything that will boost our faith and put our focus back to, back to God. I was sharing in the first service about a gentleman I met a few months ago. Um, he gives out small wooden crosses. And then he was sharing with me that 2,500 people have given their, life to, given their life to Christ on the back of that gift. And he said, what he does is I say, well, can I give you a gift? He said, what gift? He said, something little, yes or not? He said, yes, take. And he was saying people receive it. They just break down, start crying. They start telling him their problems. He prays with them and say, can I, do you want to meet Jesus? And they say, yes. 2,500 people in the hotel, in, in, the, uh, in the hotels he stayed throughout his career, you know. I had to invite him to church sometime to share the testimony himself. But that's, so that's what this is. So in case you want it, oh, this is not one of those hocus pocus. Uh, we don't sell anointing oil. We don't sell handkerchiefs. We don't sell, no, we, it's off the shop, right, off the shelf. Does that make sense? But it, it's Acts 19.11. That's your scriptural basis. And I'm praying that God will use me to do this. Thank you very much, darling. Thank you. Thank you. Let me give the microphone. Amen. So uh, we're going to just stretch our hands. Let me, let me have, uh, we'll stretch our hands and I'm going to just pray over this handkerchief and get the ushers to give it out to you very quickly and then we close the service, okay? Heavenly Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. We give you all the glory. Today we dedicate these handkerchiefs in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Just like Paul, Father, we activate Acts 19, 11 in the life of your children. Now, whatever it is that is a source of concern to them, Father, we pray, O oh God, that just like Acts 19, 11, Father, we pray, O oh God, that they will return with testimonies of healing, of breakthrough, of supernatural empowerment, of faith rising in their hearts, of hope coming to their spirits in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you for listening. You can find out more about us at www.gatewaychapel.org.uk Remember to subscribe so you'll never miss another message like this one. Be blessed.